0: Okay, before we start this not an episode episode or what have you, um, I just wanted to let you know that this does not have a number. This is not actually included in the Mouse Rants, I don't know, oeuvre, because uh, it's not an actual Mouse Rants episode. It is not representative of what a Mouse Rants episode actually is, because normally we talk about Disney, although I must say that we do veer off topic every once in a while.
1: Every, just every once in a while.
0: Just a little bit. Yeah. Um, but this is just about kind of random thoughts and musings. It's mostly just me, Jerry. Um, I'm going to be recording this on my commute. So you'll hear cars in the background. It's going to be recorded on my phone. So again, not representative of a Mouse Rants episode. Because that's normally recorded in a studio with me and Simone just hanging out and talking Disney.
1: Yes, and uh, with me not cooking.
0: Right, now this is being recorded while, uh, while cooking. Now, Simone will be back again for the last segment of this just to say goodbye um, and all that good stuff. But the whole middle part, you're just going to be hearing uh, Jerry Skids ranting and raving about who knows what. I guess we'll find out. Uh, just real quick, I just wanted to let you know that there is foul language up foot, I suppose. We love foul language. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah, this is just a language warning. This is an explicit show, which you should have known if you downloaded it from iTunes. It says explicit on the label. Also, if you downloaded it from our blog, spot, blog spots. Remember, this this isn't edited. That's the other thing about this one. Normally, I edit the show. This is not going to be edited because it's not a real episode. Um, <laughs> uh, what was I saying? Oh, yeah. Uh, Mouserantspodcast.blogspot.com. If you download from there, it says warning 18 plus. So no matter where you downloaded it, this from, if you download from Stitcher, that same warning is there. You'll know it's explicit. If you don't realize it then this is your last chance to turn back if you're offended by bad language. Now, I don't care if you're offended by bad language. Do you? No, I don't care. No, No, none of us care. But, um, you know if you care, then just turn the fuck around. See, I was able to curse because I already gave you the language warning. I recorded this once and I cursed before the language warning, which wouldn't have been cool. Yeah, take the chicken exit, if you will. Yeah, but, but exactly. Which one, though?
1: Uh, I don't know. The chicken exit after the frickin' uh, pre-show video. No, I know, but which ride? Uh, Mission Space. Okay.
0: Take the chicken exit at Mission Space and hang out in the little video game area. And uh, we'll see you together again at the end of this episode, but um, you'll hear me, I guess, introing it. Oh, this not an episode, rather. <laughs> and you'll hear me introing it, like, um, I don't know, maybe now. What's going on, degenerates and degenerates? You know me. I'm Jerry Skids. I don't have to introduce myself, but I will every week. Um, (laughs) This is, I guess, some sort of mouse-rancy thing. Um, It's not in a real episode. In fact, it's completely unedited, as you know, by the fact that I said it's not in a real episode. Not in? It's not in a real episode? Why would I say that? Why would I I, I say that? But look, unedited, so it's going to get kept in. Um... (laughs) <laughs> so, yeah, Simone and I have both been sick. You fucking cunt. You had no reason to honk. There's nobody in front of you, you dick. See, this is what you get when you're walking with me. This is me on a normal basis. Um, what was I saying again? Oh, yeah, oh, yeah. So Simone and I have both been sick all week. So we haven't really been able to record our episode 49, which we have plans for. But, you know, it's going to have to change. We're gonna have to do episode 49 next week. Which means that this is going to not be an episode. It's going to be something like Jerry Skids', Thoughts and Musings. Yeah, something like that. I don't know. We'll see. Uh, <laughs> so, where are we going with this? I don't know. Um, I'm going to be randomly stopping and starting this throughout the day. Just so I can get something out for you tomorrow. It is Monday. episodes release released on Tuesday. You'll have something in the morning. Well, I usually send it at midnight, and I probably still will be doing the same thing as I always am. Uh, And that's it. So you'll be hearing me complaining about a bunch of shit, which I assume you guys enjoy because you listen to this. Now, it may not always be Disney-related. Some of it might be. I don't know. We'll see what happens when I I talk, but it's going to be whatever comes to my head. I'm always annoyed about something. Honestly, it sucks. It really sucks being me (laughs) because I'm never happy. I'm always fucking annoyed with something. Even when I'm happy about one thing, I'm annoyed about something else. Uh, It's exhausting. I can't help it. Oh, Jesus fucking Christ. All right. So I'm gonna, I guess stop here for a second and I'll be back with my first story or, you know, musing, as if you will. As if you will, see, unedited. Just stopping and starting, no edits. Oh, geez, what are you in for? It's a hell of a fucking ride. I tell you that. All right. See you in a minute. Well, for you, I'll see you in like .03 seconds. All right. First off, there's too many fucking podcasts. There really is. Now, am I talking about every kind of podcast? No. I mean, there's a shit ton of them, but a lot of them are interesting. I love anything from like the Smodco universe, you know, uh, anything that Kevin Smith's been doing. Like most of them are pretty good. Um, if not, awesome. <laughs> if not, phenomenal. Um, and then, of course, there's other things with movies and music and blah, 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 blah. That's not what I'm talking about, obviously. I'm talking about Disney podcasts. There are way too many Disney podcasts out there. Like, a ridiculous amount. I see new ones every day I've never heard of. Sometimes, you know, people start following me on Twitter and shit, and I'm like, oh, I didn't know that this existed. And then I sometimes go check it out. And then I am thoroughly disappointed. <laughs> That's basically what it's all about. I haven't done a Radio Wars in a little bit. Um, but don't worry, they'll be back. Um, I haven't done one because it's just this too many. And I'm like, well, either I got to take little clips from all the different shows, or I have to basically just do an only Radio Wars show. You know what I mean? I mean, it's, it's that much. It's that bad. But... <sighs> It wouldn't be a big deal if these shows knew what they were fucking talking about. Like, I'm talking about simple facts, folks. Simple facts. Like, calling one man's dream by the right name, not one man's story. <laughs> or, or, you know, test track, fast track, that whole type thing. Or just knowing common knowledge. Now, I, I'm not telling you that everyone has to know every little thing. But I'm talking about the names of attractions. I'm talking about... Where attractions are And even, yes, attractions that used to be That's it I don't expect you to know the name of every fucking restaurant That used to be there and this and that, whatever Because you're not going to know that But simple things like Alien Encounter You know, you should know a little bit about It didn't exist that long ago I mean, come on You can't be so unknowledgeable When someone brings something up on your show And then you're just like, I don't know I don't know what that means I don't know what that is And then you keep it in (laughs) You keep it in The good thing about podcasts Is that you have the power of editing on your side Not on this episode But (laughs) most of the time You have the power of editing on your side And um, nobody uses it They they stupidly put themselves Stumbling through Things and Taking lots of breaths And giving a lot of ums And well You get the gist it's, It's bad and if there wasn't so many bad shows Or so many people who just are like I like Disney, I think I could just do a show about it Then, you know, maybe we'd actually have some good shows out there I mean, there are, obviously I mean, come on, you're listening to one right now But it's not a lot There really isn't I mean, there's a decent amount I'll talk about maybe in the mid-20s There's about 20-something good shows That's that's a good number, right? It's a good number um, but if you don't have your own like little niche, or you don't, ha- if you don't know anything about what you're talking about, you gotta shut the fuck up. You do. You have to. It's the rule. <laughs> As says me. Um, yeah. No. This just just comes from me listening around to different shows, and there's, it's just I'm, I'm listening to shows that are pretty big, and how do they not know what they're talking about? I don't understand that. How could they have zero Oh, Just so to stop right now. See, this is what happens. So, I was trying to cross the street. And uh, this wonderful, wonderful car uh, decided that they were going to slow down. Now, you're like, oh, good. They were trying to stop you. No, no, no. They were just slowing down. So, I couldn't cross, basically. I mean, they weren't doing it on purpose. But, of course, it always seems to fucking happen, right? Like, see, I, like as a pedestrian only because you know, most of you guys out there are probably not from my city, or, well, I guess people in Boston get it too, but most people in Boston probably drive. Most people everywhere probably drive. I think we're the only city that has, the majority of us don't, <laughs> it's an odd thing. But um, as a, a pedestrian only, it's very, uh, very strange. So like, hold on. See, that's the other thing. People just like, so, <laughs> people just, like, want to, like, eavesdrop on everything that you want to do. I'm going to have, like, a million different rants in one here. This is exactly what happens. They just want to eavesdrop. Like, freaking, they see that you're talking. They don't know if you're talking on the phone or what's going on. So, they get, like, closer slowly. They want to hear. And I'm walking, and they're just walking next to me. <laughs> it's just fucking disgusting. It really is. Anyway, the car before was just slowing down and being an ass. Anyway, wouldn't let me cross the fucking street. i going to fucking piss on his fucking tires or her fucking tires whoever the fuck it was Uh, what was I talking about oh yeah bad Disney podcasts Um, no but sometimes they're actually really good shows but they're still not knowledgeable enough like it's so weird when you hear a show that you've been listening to for a long time like refer to things and not know what they're talking about it's weird I don't know when I'm not when I don't know something I usually say I'm not sure and then whatever not just give false information not my style Whatever. Alright, that's enough of that one. Let's go to the next thing. Ugh, oh, these fucking people, man. Alright, so you get the the people that are like boycotting Starbucks now. And you know I, I don't like Starbucks. Everybody out there knows that I fucking cannot stand Starbucks. The only thing I ever drink there is that like peppermint mocha. Cause it's good there. It's the only it's the only drink they do that actually tastes good. You know. But if I'm gonna get a regular coffee. There's no fucking way I'm going to Starbucks. There's zero way. There's no reason to, honestly. Because, like, their coffee, first of all, in general, is expensive. But it's also not good. It just tastes like shit. Anyway, that's not the point. The point is that people, Christian groups, are uh, boycotting Starbucks because they don't have snowflakes on their cup. Now, I didn't... I. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I didn't, like, drop out or anything like that. I'm fucking fied I really am. I'm stupefied by the fact that... <laughs> I'm going to say it again. Maybe You know, maybe it just didn't sink into your guys' head. Let's just try this again. I'm going to say it one more time and see, see how this takes. Now, really think about this. I'm going to say it again. All right, you ready? Here it goes. Groups... <laughs> of people are boycotting Starbucks because they don't have snowflakes on their cup. (laughs) Groups of people are boycotting Starbucks because they don't have snowflakes on the cup. Has this fucking world gone insane? I mean, (laughs) what the, what, what? Look, if you're going to boycott Starbucks, let it be because, you know, they're this big corporation that took over really good coffee shops with bad coffee somehow. I don't understand. People go there for like the lattes and stuff like that, but when people want to get a regular cup of coffee, they usually go to their corner store, their little bodega, their little deli, whatever they have in their little neighborhood. Or their big neighborhood, whatever it is. They usually don't go to Starbucks if they want just a regular cup of coffee. It doesn't happen. Often, at least. Um, so, obviously, they came in for their latte. So, if you're going to, like, boycott Starbucks, let it be about that. Let it be about the fact that all your little neighborhoods <laughs> coffee places are going away because of them. Not because they didn't put snowflakes on their cup. I mean, <laughs> remember when you were five... Remember when you were five and like you didn't talk to your friend because he wouldn't like I don't know share his candy bar or like his or her I don't know Nintendo game they wouldn't let you play they wouldn't give you a turn they wouldn't let you be second player at first and you would whine about it and maybe even like not talk to them or run home or whatever it is remember when you were a kid and that would happen no, you probably don't, because even then, you weren't that fucking petty. This is the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. They don't put Starbucks. I'm sorry, they don't put snowflakes on the Starbucks cup. So let's never eat, drink there again, or eat there, I guess. They do have food, but I don't consider it food. It's like more like cardboard, like disguised as food. It's like the sample plate when you go to like. A restaurant, and they they show you, like, what they have for, like, desserts and stuff like that. They've been sitting there all day. You're not going to actually eat anything from that little display case because things have been sitting there for weeks. (laughs) That's what it is. But, um, fuck, man. You don't want to ever, ever drink or eat at a place again because they don't put snowflakes on their fucking cups. Good job, America. You guys are doing a real good job at this protest thing. You're not doing it for the wrong reasons at all. (laughs) I remember when, like, protest was, like, about something important. Do you? I mean, I I wasn't alive when that happened. (laughs) People would, like, go out and protest, like, you know, the Vietnam War, things that were kind of important. Now people are like... I'm not drinking Starbucks because they're not putting snowflakes on a cup. <laughs> go fuck yourselves, all of you. And if any of our listeners, honestly, this is the fucking God's honest truth. If any of our listeners aren't going to go to Starbucks because they're putting snowflakes on a cup, just just delete us from your subscriptions. Delete us. Go to Mouse Rants and delete us. You are an idiot. You are a fucking cunt rag. Guy or girl Whoever you are Delete us We do not want morons Listening to our show Although most of you probably are morons But in a good way Just like me and Simone Morons but in a good way Yeah that works Alright That's the end of this thought I guess I don't know I'll never be done with this thought Starbucks Boycott Snowflakes Just... Okay. Whatever. All right, well, the next one's about DVDs. Not the content on it. Just DVDs themselves. Not the discs, but the packaging. And now, this is... It's weird because you go to... You order from, like, Amazon, right? And you're like, all right, I'm gonna order this this disc. I like getting it from the stores. I'm sticking with DVDs instead of Blu-rays, by the way. I actually... Usually get Blu-rays, that's what I lean towards usually, but um, for argument's sake, everybody knows DVDs, everyone's used to DVDs. DVDs, all right, let's just say DVDs, all right. So, first of all, sometimes it comes with that little slip cover, which I like. I like when it comes to the slip cover. It makes it look a little bit more official, looks nicer on the shelf, you know, instead of having like this shiny box just kind of flashing at you there. So, (laughs) yep that's what I said Um, but yeah so I like the slipcover but the store tends to do some stupid shit they really do they decide to put their like price tag on the slipcover and their price tag is never easy to get off in fact for the most part if there is a price tag on it like Best Buy doesn't have price tags on their things usually it's usually on the you know fucking shelf it's is like this disc was $14.99 whatever and you just grab it, and then it doesn't say anything on it. But then when you bring it up, it's $14.99. That's what Best Buy does. And you know what? It's annoying sometimes, but it works. It absolutely works. I hear talking, but there's nobody around. Somebody must be listening to, like, talk radio really loudly with their window open. You know how people, like, blast, like, hip-hop, like, super loud all the time because they don't give a shit about anybody else? Yeah. this is the same thing, but it's just, like, talk radio. Like some business guy, probably. He's just like, yeah, everyone listen to this talk radio shit. This is the news, motherfucker. The news. (laughs) Anyway, um, so a lot of places like Target or wherever stick their little fucking price tag on there. So now if you take the price tag off, which most people want to, because we don't want it displayed, I paid $24.99 for this. It's just not something we do. Some of you might not give a crap, but I don't. I like it to look nice. I like to buy a nice new. I mean, otherwise, why don't I just buy a used, right? But no. So I'm not buying new, and I'm fucking having to like remove stickers from the fucking thing. But it's not. But sometimes it's not even just the fucking store. Sometimes it's the company. Well, you get like this is what is that ultraviolet or something like that? That that fucking thing where you could like put in a code, and then you can watch it online if you have a subscription, but it takes, like, forever to get a stupid subscription, and then it doesn't even work? Yeah, that. And it says, like, this is also available on Ultraviolet on a sticker. Why doesn't it just say it inside the box? It does say it inside the box, but not, but why does there have to be a sticker then? Do you think people are going to, like, make their decision to buy that because it has the Ultraviolet logo on it? I don't think anybody knows that is. I'm sure that the majority of you listening to this right now are like, what the fuck are you talking about? Because fucking people just rip that shit off and just watch the disc. You know, like I like, I like watching all the special features and shit. But most people, they just rip all that shit off and they watch the disc. Uh, for my collection, I want to just, I, I want to fucking not have stickers on it at all. Can we do that, please? Can you not be promoting the soundtrack or, or whatever, unless it's on the outside like, packaging when they, when you know, if, it, if there is no slip cover, and it's just like plastic. Yeah, promote away, motherfuckers, promote away. I still think it's stupid to have the fucking ultraviolet thing on, but, hey. Go ahead, as long as it's not ruining my packaging. Well, whatever. So let's say that the slip cover is nice and neat and there's nothing on it. Great. You get it out of there. Then it's in plastic. All right, I got to take the plastic off. For some reason, the plastic that it's in is always hard. You have to, like, stick your nail, like, up at the top right and, like, kind of, like, poke at it until it gets a little loose and you can get an actual grip on it with your fingers which is impossible at first because it's wrapped so tight it's like wrapped like the neatest package that you've ever had it's like folded over so fucking tightly there's no fucking way to get it open without fucking prying it with your fingernails it's ridiculous finally you get the packaging open but no you're not done now you got a little sticky thing on top now lately most places have been done with this. But I still ordered from Amazon or online, and I still had to rip the fucking sticky things off. It's not just a store security thing. And I'm, if it's a store security thing, fine. But you don't... When we get to the register, they should take it off. That should be it. You hear that? This is what I'm talking about. People listening to shitty music really loud so like everyone can hear it like, and be like really proud of them for the music that they listen to. I listen to this popular music too I don't I hate it It stinks Who wants to hear that? That's terrible (laughs) Do do any of you like what I just did? I'm going to do it one more time (laughs) No, you don't It was horrendous That's what I just heard Stop it what was I saying? Oh yeah. Okay. Back to the back. Yeah. So you gotta remove the security sticker thingy, and the security sticker is the worst thing ever because this is something that you could barely even get with your nail. If you do get it, you usually tend to tend to like rip up with your fingernail. You accidentally go and indent the uh, I I don't know but that like plastic covering that's like stop like stopping the slip cover the inside slip cover from coming out. You know the the I don't know what you call it. Who cares about names, right? Um, But you end up accidentally scratching that and usually putting a hole in it. So now it's worthless to me. Now it looks horrible and I can't display that shit. And you're like, well, why do you have to? Because I do, all right? Because I do. There's no need to put the packaging on, especially when it comes from Amazon. Are you kidding me? You order from Amazon and you get to to fucking remove security packaging? Why? was it? Why? (laughs) For what? Where did they get it from? what are you going to steal from yourself at that point once you have already placed the order it's yours and it should not be coming with any sort of security packaging but some of them not only have them on the top but on like the side and the bottom too and it's impossible and you end up ripping the little plastic everywhere and it looks like shit. why does this have to happen when you get to the register they should remove it themselves without ripping and if they rip the plastic you get another one and we can try again that's the way it should be. I shouldn't have to have a product that looks like a Rancor chewed it up to fucking just because I want to watch a DVD. There does not need to be that many steps into opening a case. Oh, security tags, plastic stickers. It, 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 it's, it's insanity. It's unnecessary insanity. Oh, fuck. All right, I, I guess next. I can't do this anymore. What really annoys me is fucking people who just, like, hang out on the stairs of, like, anywhere. Train station, building, wherever. Just people who hang out on fucking stairs. What's the fucking point? What are you trying to accomplish by doing that? You understand if it's, like, raining, maybe? Fine. But in this case, that wouldn't have even mattered because there's no like covering on the stairs here. But I'm at the train station. I'm trying to have this little conversation with you guys, and there's people just standing on the stairs, no reason. So I gotta fucking like maneuver around them because they're little cunts or whatever. Fuck them, man. Seriously. Or then you got like people sitting on the stairs, which is even worse, just hanging out. All right. The next topic is about footwear. That's right. Shoes and sneakers and boots. on my. uh Fuck. Not about the shoes themselves, but about people. It's always about people, isn't it? Such as people standing on the stairs smoking. Not fun. Especially when somebody, as I told you earlier, cannot breathe. That's why we weren't able to record, because I'm having breathing issues. But, you know, what I really want to do is climb up the stairs and deal with people just standing there on their phone smoking. So now I got the whole, you're talking on the phone and, like, annoying me mixed with like, there's smoke blowing in my lungs and there's nothing I can do about it because I have to use these stairs to get to the train station. There's no other way. So I am being forced to breathe in your smoke rather than you doing it somewhere out in the open, not in an alcove where I have to climb to get to work or home or wherever. But I digress as always. Um, So let's, let's draw up a scenario here. I'm walking down the street, or you're walking down the street. Let's put it that way. You're walking down the street, and you're holding, I don't know, a lunch in your hands. Maybe a burger and fries. No, a burger and a drink. That's it, from McDonald's. You went to McDonald's, you got a burger and a drink. Or if you're in New York, halal food. (laughs) You're trying to eat that halal food before you get on the subway, because you you can't take it on the subway, because when you get there, you have to like open it and it smells and then people complain and take pictures of you and post it on the internet and talk about how rude you are or whatever. I don't know. Do you think that there's a difference between smoking and eating halal food on the train? I do. I think if like someone's smoking, you're literally deciding, hey, I'm gonna affect your breathing. Like And and literally, I could possibly kill you over a long period of time. So hooray. That's what happens when you're smoking right in somebody's fucking face. But when you're eating halal food, the worst thing that could happen is somebody just doesn't like the smell of it. And they're like, well, I can move cars. Or like walk away. Or not. Or, or not." You have a choice. There's no choice when someone's smoking on the stairwell or somewhere where you have to walk through. Anyway, <laughs> I, was, I was awaiting one of the degenerates to fucking write, well, you know... Uh, You said before that someone was smoking. Two seconds later, you said it was okay to eat on the train. Well, obviously, I don't eat on the train for the reasons we've discussed. So, let's just stick with burger and drink from McDonald's because that's quick. You're holding it in your hand. You're walking down the street, all right? And you're walking and you're doing your thing and suddenly you feel your right foot feel a little bit loose. In fact, the heel is kind of you know, pressing up against the top of your shoe, the back of your sneaker, or what have you. And you're like, hmm, this doesn't feel right. Now, at first, you might just think, well, I'm just, you know, just imagining it, and two seconds later, you're like, no, there's something wrong. And you look down, and you see that your shoelace is untied. Phenomenal. Now, there's nothing you can do about it, because your hands are full, you can't bend over, you're going to drop your fucking burger or your drink, or what have you. So, you're kind of like doing that thing with your toes where you stop the shoe from moving up or down like because you like clench your toes like as if you're trying to like hold in a shit with your ass but it's your toes instead and like you just so the shoe won't slide off. And you're doing that, and you just can't wait to get to somewhere where you can just put down your, your drink for a second. The burger you can deal with. You can tie your shoes with one hand. You've done it before, I'm sure. Uh, and if not, well, you know, what have you. You can put both things down. I'd rather not put my burger down somewhere because, you know, what the fuck kind of germs are floating around to go into my burger? At least the soda's covered. Um, but... So you're looking for just a space and there's no, nothing around you to put it down. So you're walking and it's crowded, so you can't even stop because people will bump into you and you'll be, you know, whatever. You're trying not to be rude to everybody else while you yourself are like struggling because of your stupid shoes being untied. It's not that bad, but you know it. it it's bothering you. Now, lo and behold, oh, and let, let's add another element to this. You have headphones in your ears because, you know, people like me listen to music constantly or podcasts or whatever. I always have headphones in. So let's just say you're doing that too. You have headphones in, so you're, you're not, you can't hear anything going around you, thank God. You know, I do it mostly so I don't have bums coming up to me constantly. get? No, you can't. You can't because you come up to me every day. Every fucking day. And, and you, and you lie and you say things like, oh man, I just, just one time I got to get, I got to get over to, to Brooklyn because whatever. And I lost my wallet and I, no, when you're lying, you're not looking for food. When you're lying, you're looking for like alcohol or drugs or some shit. And I know you're lying because I see you every day. I'm not fucking stupid. I know that you're not using it to go to Brooklyn or whatever. You're using it to like, you know, buy alcohol and I'm not funding that. Sorry. I'll fund my own alcohol, (laughs) fine, but I'm not funding somebody else's alcohol problem, not happening, go to rehab, ass, fuck you, anyway, (laughs) so, I don't want to get bothered, let's just put it that way, I also don't want to get bothered by random people on the street too, just like fucking, or like people trying to like sell me comedy tickets, I don't want that, stinks, People don't realize, I hate the fact that they fucking go to people who are clearly New Yorkers out here. And it's, it's pretty local, so any of you, I don't want you to be like, huh, oh, what's going on? So I'll keep it short. But, like, they have this thing, like, basically out here where people will just try, like, I guess they're aspiring comedians. They work for the comedy club. And they are constantly, you like comedy? You like comedy? You like, you like comedy? You like comedy? And there's a whole shitload of them. And all they want to do is sell you these comedy tickets. And it's never for the good comedy clubs. If it's for a good comedy club, you go to, like, Comedy Cellar or something like that. Someplace that's cool. You don't go to fucking, like, whatever these people are handing out. I don't even know what it's for because the comedians always stink because these guys probably are on stage, these aspiring comedians. And so they're all amateurs, and they're ridiculous, as they say. Um, and they're never good. Anyway, it's like, I don't want to... I just want to avoid that or talking to really anyone. I don't. I don't need to talk to somebody. But... So anyway, so oh man see (coughs) this is what's gonna happen so (coughs) I'm gonna die here with you listening isn't that great Um, I think there's one more coming hold on no no okay we'll continue then alright so you're walking down and you see somebody's mouth moving that's my, my sound effect for their mouth moving and I'm just like okay whatever they're clearly trying to talk to me but I'm gonna keep walking they're looking directly into your eyes now and they're like and you're like, oh, fuck. So now, you have to take your headphone out. Now, how are you going to do that? Your hands are full. Hold on. <coughs> Let me see if I can pause this. You're going to be like, what? All right, I'm back. Jeez. Something lodged in my throat there or something. Holy shit. Almost died. All right, back to normal. Here we go. What was I saying again? I told you, not edited. Um, asshole street. Oh, yes. So... You got to take your headphones out. Now, your hands are full, remember, so you can't do that either. So not only can you not tie your shoes, but you can't take your headphones out to hear what this person's saying. So you're like using your shoulder. If you have the -the in-the-ear headphones, it's a lot easier. You can use your shoulder to just knock it out. Um, Not as easy when you're using the like over-the-head headphones, Um, or especially if you have like more of the professional ones, which I don't really think the professional headphones are that good, to tell you the truth. I honestly don't, but either way. Uh, So you knock the headphone out of your ear, and finally, just to hear what this fucking prick is saying, and guess what it is? Uh, Your your shoes are untied. Now, don't you think that I realize my shoes are untied? I'm not eight. (laughs) I'm not, like, oblivious to the world around me. When my shoes are untied, guess what? Just like anybody else, I fucking feel it. Ass, ass, you made me go through all that trouble and now I can't get my headphone back in my ear. So now I'm living with one headphone in the ear, which sucks when you're listening to certain music because certain music is recorded in stereo and half of the music is in the other fucking ear. So now I'm fucking miserable and that doesn't even matter because yeah, I'm hearing something in my left ear or whatever, but all I hear are street sounds out of my right ear. And, and then course. And the fucking streets I'm, and the buses holy fuck and i can't do anything about it because i'm holding the burger in my left hand and the fucking soda in my right hand and i can, and one headphone's dangling it's fucking going to fall soon so you have you're left with a couple choices one you pull over to the side of the street now don't ever fucking stop in the middle of the street you fucking tourist <laughs> don't do it pull over to the side and I'm talking about pedestrians. Pull over to the side of the street. Jesus. And then fucking, you either put down the thing, you're fucking sewed on the floor, which again, I don't like doing. People can knock it over, but whatever. Tie your fucking shoe since you already got your hand right, you know, empty. And then fucking put your headphone back in and just keep walking. That's one choice. The other one is to just fucking deal with it. Or I guess you could knock the other one out with your shoulder and then you don't have to deal with listening to half, which is always a fucking bother, especially if you're listening to a podcast, because for some reason people record their podcasts way too low, I'm trying to listen to it, and all you hear is, and you're like, huh, what'd they say, what'd they say, and you can't fucking rewind it, because you got the burger in one hand, and the soda in the other, fuck, but that's not the end of it, I know, I know, it's not, you're like, what else could there fucking possibly be, I'm not annoyed with people just because they say my shoelaces, and even though it's a stupid thing to say because everybody knows when their shoelace is untied, okay? It's a stupid fucking thing to say. You're just doing it because you want to make yourself feel good about being nice to somebody, but you're not. You're stressing me out. You could tell how stressed I was when I tried to get my headphone out of my ear, and now I'm left with nothing. I should have asked the fucking guy, hey, can you put your headphone back in my... And it happens all the time, by the way. I don't know why my shoe's always come loose, but it happens all the fucking time. Anyway... That's not the issue, here's the issue. The same scenario, forget, you can even forget the the fucking drinks and the sodas and whatever. You're just walking along and you're rushing. Now, sometimes, now I wear a backpack because my backpack um, is filled with my film equipment and sometimes if if I'm trying to do an interview or something, audio equipment, whatever. Stuff I'm working with, you know. So I have my backpack on and I, and. I used to wear it on the whole one shoulder thing. You know, the, like, oh, look, I get the one shoulder. Now, you know, the bad back, though, whatever. You got to use the both shoulders. Posture and all. You know how it is. So, got the both shoulders on. Walking, doing my thing. And I fucking notice when I get to, like, I don't know. Fuck, who knows? I get to fucking, like, uh, five blocks away from where I was. I'm starting to notice my my bag is feeling weird. And I look over my shoulder and it's fucking wide open. Now, do I think someone opened it? No, because I would have felt that. I would have felt someone rustling around. But the thing is, my bag was open probably the whole fucking time. You know, because sometimes it happens. You have a heavy bag, you have a lot of shit, fucking it pulls the, uh, you know, the fucking zipper up a little bit, and it goes opens itself up. Fuck that, by the way. That happens, why? (laughs) No, no one fucking knows why. Well, anyway. So that sucks, and then fucking, so I'm walking around, my backpack's open. Now, I'm, I know I walked blocks with my backpack being wide open. I know I did. And I'm fucking worried, did someone take some shit? How would I know? I won't know until I get somewhere, right? And fucking, I look around and I'm like, why did nobody tell me my backpack was open? They have no problem stopping me and taking my head, make me take my head one out for fucking, my stupid shoes being untied. Like, that's gonna do anything. What's the worst? Oh, what, I'm gonna trip myself? Is that gonna really happen? Does that happen? Do you trip yourself on your shoelaces? No. Maybe when you're, again, maybe when you're a kid. Don't don't trip themselves on their shoelaces. You know, uh, of course, if I got up to some stairs, I'd be in the store, but even the stairs, I could walk up and down stairs without tripping myself as long as I know that I'm fucking my shoelaces untied, as long as I'm paying attention, which I always do. So... (laughs) They can tell me my shoelace is untied, but no, nobody gives a shit that my bag's wide open and the shit could be falling out, people could be taking shit. No one cares about that. Why? Why the fuck don't you tell me my backpack is fucking open? That's what I'm talking about. And that's more noticeable. What are you doing looking at my feet? Do I look around at people's fucking feet? Do I give a, like, seriously, like now I'm starting to think. These fucking people come over and they're like, oh, your shoelace is untied. Well, why are you looking at my fucking feet? Seriously, you you should be looking at my back, not at my back, but towards my back, because you gotta see if someone's walking into you. So the first thing anybody should see is that somebody's backpack is wide fucking open, but not one person ever says a fucking thing, ever. And that doesn't make any sense, because it's way more noticeable, (laughs) and more fucking dire. (laughs) Your shoelaces are tied, no. How about your backpack's open, man? Oh shit! Thanks. Fuck. All right. Next thing. Jesus. It's stressing out here. All right. This one is for all my apartment dwellers out there, because it's it's fucking brutal to live in a fucking apartment. And let me tell you why. Forget about all the other like. Forget about the elements of the people you have to live with and this and that. That's not what I'm talking about. Because sometimes you you lock out. But one thing you barely ever luck out on, and when I say barely ever, I mean never, is the fact that you all have to share heat. Now, what does that mean necessarily? Well, this is what it means. It means you have zero control over the heat. The building controls the heat. I'm sure that you're like even if you, you have a house and you've never lived in an apartment, but you, you've been to like an office and that's kind of the same thing. Where like the whole office is controlled by like, one central area that does the air conditioning and the fucking heat. That's what I'm talking about with the, with the uh, uh, buildings. I mean, usually it's the buildings don't have central air. That's usually controlled personally. You have your own air conditioner. Some do. Some of those fancy schmancy buildings have their own air. That's phenomenal. Mine doesn't. Most don't. <laughs> and um, they usually have their own heat. And they, you know, they, the heat is included in your rent. And that's fine. Great. Wonderful. But it's not wonderful. Because even though the heat's included in your sometimes I don't want heat. And sometimes it's fucking hot. And you can't turn it off. Like, let's talk about this. Now I live in a building where there's a lot of people, a lot of older people, which is fine. I'm okay with that. It's nice. It's actually pretty nice because I don't really have to, you know, bother too much with anybody. I'm not. I'm not the kind of guy who goes to the next next door neighbor and knocks and goes, "Hey, neighbor." Yeah, got some sugar I can, bar- it's not me. <laughs> and, and I'm pretty sure that nobody else here is like that either. So I'm happy with my neighbors. What I'm not happy with is the fact that because they are all, you know, of a certain age, it the heat is up so fucking high before it needs to be. And I'm talking about like right now. Like right now is November and it's not cold yet it couple. been a couple of decently cold days, but it's not that cold yet. Yesterday, it was like fucking 70 degrees and the heat was on. The heat was on and it sucked. I had the windows open, but nothing would help. Nothing would help because the heat was on. So I had to turn the AC on. I turned the air conditioning on to deflect the heat. So now I'm paying for an air conditioning bill or electricity, if you will, more because of this, these fucks who, who don't understand how to control it. Now, you know, I mean, whatever. Let's, let's say that's just the way it is. Fine. There happens to be a way to turn off the heat, and I've done it. I actually have done it when I first got here. So there's a little, you know, valve. You could turn it off. So you never have to deal with the heat, ever. And that's how I like because I can't stand when a fucking room is too hot because I feel like I'm sweating all the time, you know. And I don't sweat easily, but it's just that hot. I'd rather it be cold all the time than, than like, you know, hot all the time. It's just just, just the way I am. Um, And I'm talking about super hot. It's not good. Um, But fine. Fine. Turned everything off. But that doesn't help. You want to know why? Because the pipes. The pipes just generate so much goddamn heat. Which is, by the way, super fucking dangerous because... If anybody comes over and happens to lean on these pipes that are just kind of, like, going throughout the building, goodbye, your hand is gone, because it's that hot. It's so fucking hot. If you just get near it, you just feel it radiating off that pipe. It's just like, warm, heat. Warm, heat. Warm, heat. Not good. Not good. So fuck that shit. Seriously, like... I have to sleep in January with the windows open, like the air, the cold air that's blowing in gets, it's like deflecting the heat that's blowing. In. And it's, it's, it's the weirdest thing because like, who wants that? Who wants to sleep with the fucking windows open in January and February? Nobody. But I have to, because the heat is always on and it's not good. Anyway, a little rant there, a little one next Alright, now this is Disney related, and I'm sure that Simone's going to bring this up at some point because uh, it's uh, a doozy, as one would say. Alright, you ready for this one? I'm pausing because it's upsetting. (laughs) They took the pork shank away at, at Gaston's Tavern in a world where there's shitty food in Magic Kingdom. And they were slowly building up to getting better and better food. Like we had some pretty good choices here and there. Um, they started ha- selling the waffles at uh, Sleepy Hollow. You know, they, they they opened up Be Our Guest, which I, I don't know, but people like will bad mouth because it's probably just because it's too expensive and they're, they have zero taste. The food is good there though. Um, and the porch shank. Oh, and all those teriyaki nuggets are pretty good, too, at Fryer's Nook. Um, what else am I missing? There's some other things. But either way, the pork shank was at Gaston's Tavern with the cinnamon bun and whatever. Who cares about that shit? I want that pork shank. And people would be like, well, it's like a turkey leg. It's nothing like a turkey leg. It actually just tastes like pork, and it's always fucking juicy. <laughs> it's delicious. It's not like a fucking dry-ass fucking pork, which you can get easily. This was good and it's gone, was, I mean is there a reason for it? Because they also took the pork shank away in Disneyland apparently, now I don't know anything about that, but I'm reading it and it sucks. What could possibly be a reasoning for just taking away a snack item? It's not like they replaced it, they just said no, not anymore, why? It was delicious, it was like what 10 bucks, but it was good, it was a meal. Sometimes you can't even finish it. It's not like a turkey leg. The turkey leg is this weird fucking smoky and fake flavor to it. This was pork. It tasted like pork. And why can't we eat pork? Why are we not allowed to eat pork if we don't want to? First of all, it had that whole like Gaston feel. Gaston's not eating no little cinnamon bun. He's going to grab a fucking giant thing of fucking meat and he's going to rip it off with his damn teeth and then spit it on the floor and say, Fuck yeah. And take another bite and eat it and swallow it like a good boy. Um, (laughs) Gaston would eat a pork shank. Jerry Skids, Simone de Milo will no longer eat a pork shank because it's gone. And neither will any of you. I mean, I I would ask Simone right now, what do you think the reasoning is? And she'd just be screaming about it because she loves that fucking thing. And I, you know what? I don't blame her to be screaming about it because it's fucked up. Why why take it away? Why? I mean, let's think. Okay. Some religions don't eat pork, right? That could be a reason. Who cares? Don't go. If your religion, like, my religion technically says I can't eat pork, but who fucking listens to that dumb shit, right? But If your religion says don't eat pork, don't you just not eat pork? But, like, why? You know what I mean? You're not going to complain. You're not going to be like, oh, well, this place serves pork. Not everybody can accommodate you you i mean you could say i only eat certain oh uh, I, like i only eat a uh, uh, filet mignon and that's it and that's all i'll ever eat i'll never eat anything else every day filet mignon every day that's what you could say and then you know you go to disney world and they don't serve you filet mignon except for at certain restaurants and then what so you're only gonna eat there and then you're gonna complain about everyone? Well, I went to Cosmic Ray's and they did not have filet mignon. So I want everything taken off the menu. Okay. They might as well close Gaston's Tavern. They just built that shit. They might as well close it. There's no reason for it to exist without that fucking pork shank. There isn't. What's the point? It's there to house that fucking dish, that snack. (laughs) I'm, I'm fucking floored by this news, floored by this fucking news. I'm sure we'll talk about it more on the show. Proper. Ugh. God damn it. You know, I'm starting to get sick of talking to my friends online and shit. And I'm not talking about like chatting like with everybody. I'm talking about like just one-on-one conversation through like messenger. Cuz I guess like no one really uses the phone anymore, which I'm okay with in certain cases, but I do like you know, when I have something important to talk about, I'd like to talk about on the phone. It's so much easier than having to wait. I fucking hate waiting for responses. It's fucking weird, right? Like you're sitting there and you're just like, you're just having a conversation and then suddenly they just disappear and you're, you're talking and all of a sudden they're not talking anymore. And I'm not, I'm not saying like, you know, you, you write to them and then you're like, well, why aren't you answering me? Uh, well, I was at work. You know, that annoys me. I'm not talking about that. I'm talking about you're already in the middle of a conversation. And then someone just disappears for an hour. How does that happen? Like, like imagine doing that in real life. It's ridiculous. Like, we're just having a conversation, me and you, and uh, you're like, oh yeah, you're telling me a story and this and that, and whatever, and uh, and I respond to your story, and then like you just walk away. You never, you never like answer my response or you never like comment on my response. You just walk away for like two hours. You're just gone. Who does that? I mean, without saying something, without being like, I gotta go or. Or I'm busy or I got to go back to work or uh, nice talking to you. I'll talk to you later. Something. No, just disappear. Just fucking disappear. People do it all the fucking time. It's weird, right? So I'd rather talk on the phone for something important. But that's, that's not really what annoys me. I mean, it does annoy me, but that's not what I'm here to talk about. I'm here to talk about people who are just fucking like out of their mind. Like when you're telling somebody something that's like super important, you know what I mean? So like, let's say somebody's talking about I don't know, maybe their dad, maybe something happened with their dad, their dad got sick, maybe their dad, maybe their dad had a heart attack, something like that, and they're they're really like kind of saying, oh, like the person asked like, how everything's going, and they're talking, and then they're like, well, you know, I'm really upset because this happened, whatever. Um, and the, the other person, instead of being like, oh, man, that really sucks, so I hope everything's okay, or well wishes, or whatever it is, I'm not into the whole people going, I'll pray for you, don't pray for me. Don't, I don't want to hear your prayers, I just don't do it um, so not bad. but like you know something that's like, like like instead of saying something nice or whatever they just like ask a question about something completely different so you're just like telling them that like something really terrible just happened or or whatever and then their response is just their response is just so uh are you going to uh, the movies tomorrow I'm going to go see blah 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 and you're like uh did you just read what I wrote yeah yeah, so you're going to the movies tomorrow? Fuck you. Seriously, fuck you. I, I will not respond to you now. Now that's it. Now we're not friends anymore. <laughs> At least not not on the computer. I, I just can't deal with that. I look, and then I have to see them in person, and I'm like, fucking, I just told you something that was like super important, and you fucking completely just glossed over it. You know, and like you just didn't care. You don't fucking give a shit. You know Why? Why does that, that fucking whole scenario have to happen? It happens all the fucking time. People are just that self-centered. They're just really fucking self-centered. That's how it is. Uh, <laughs> holy shit. So, <laughs> A conversation. Something really terrible just happened. B conversation. Do you have Netflix? Fuck you. <laughs> did you did you see last week's episode of Once Upon a Time? Yes, but did you see what I said? Yeah. Did you think that it was so weird that Emma, blah, 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 how fucking low? (laughs) Holy fuck. And that's what I'm talking about, about these fucking like people online. I just can't. I can't deal with it. It it, it just don't fucking, oh, nobody cares about anybody else. That's really what it is. Nobody cares. You can care all you want, but nobody cares back. No one. Not your family, not your friends, not your wife, not your husband, not your kids, not your fucking whatever. Not your dog, nobody cares. Maybe your dog, your dog is the only one who cares about you. That's really what this is. Now I'm, I'm going off the, the whole, obviously the dogs aren't talking to you online, but like, so you come home from work and you're all excited and you're like, yes, just had this great day. And The dog comes in and he's like, fuck yeah, yeah, let's hang out. Let's- Yeah, motherfucker. Yeah. And but then you like come home and you're so tired and you're really upset you got into a fight with someone at work or whatever. You come home, you open the door, you kinda close it, you're looking all depressed. And dog's like dog's like, hello, and you're like, oh, I'm sad. And he's like, holy fuck, I'm sad too, man. You wanna you wanna hang out? And he just like kinda lays his head on your your lap. And that's what that's why the dog cares about you the most. He's the only one. The only one. Because everyone else is just interested in themselves and that's how it's always going to be that's how it's always going to be because you're the only one and it's weird because it's always you always I don't know I don't know I can say this to everybody I'm saying it to everyone out there I'm saying you care but no one else does but that would in fact mean that everybody cares right because if the you is to everybody listening but that but I can't imagine that everybody listening actually does give a shit that would negate what I'm saying So I'm really just talking in circles here. But regardless of that, all of you are assholes. And so am I. Yeah. Yeah, I'll leave it at that. Am I the only person in this fucking world who hates phone games? Like, it's you know how many times I go up to somebody and we're talking, we're having a conversation. I ask them, oh, do you like this game or that game? Or, oh, do you like classic gaming? Or do you like Nintendo? Whatever it is. And they're like, well, I like Candy Crush. What? What does that have to do with the question I just asked? I mean, it's not a game. Fucking, that's like me. That's like here. I'm gonna ask you a question. It's gonna be the same question. Huh? Uh, do you do you like classic gaming? Do you play like NES and stuff like that? And then your response. I like Sprite. That's basically the same thing when you say I like Candy. Crush. Who cares a fuck if you like Candy Crush? It's not a game. That's not a game. It's just you're fucking throwing your hands around, and it's not fucking. It's stupid. It's not, a fu- it's, not a, it's not a fucking game. It's equated to, like, Tetris. Tetris isn't a game. used to be a game, but not any longer. It's not game. You're not gaming. And, also, like, what about all these other fucking games on the phone? Like, this is, like, a Final Fantasy game. I know that, but it's, it's nothing like Final Fantasy. It's just, you just kind of, like, hit the thing, and you just, you attack. There's no strategy. You just kind of just keep hitting the fucking phone, and it just attacks. Foo, fun! So much fun. I'm having a great time. Then there's, like, those games where, like, it's kind of like the Sims-ish simulation-y type of... Like the Simpsons game, you know? Like, like it's kind of that like you're building a town or whatever, and then but you have to, like, rely on getting friends to, like, send you shit. It's fucking stupid. It really is fucking dumb. Like, what's the point? And then, like, friggin', because you have to get these, like, donuts or whatever... But to get them, you have to fucking pay real out-of-your-pocket money to do it. So, like, there's a point that you get to where you can't play the game anymore and you have to stop. Just because you don't have enough of these donuts, so you have to wait overnight to get points or whatever it is. Like, what is that? It's not not just that. There's a bunch of games that are like that. How is that a game? There's no fucking such thing as a game where you're just kind of done for now. Because you just ran out of shit. That doesn't happen. There's always supposed to be a way around things. You can't just, it's like, can you imagine going onto like Mega Man? You're playing fucking Mega Man and you're just like, whatever. And fucking like, you're just going through the stage and whatever and you're, you're like almost up to like, I don't know, let's just give Metal Man. And you're getting ready and you're, and then all of a sudden you're like, can't move. Can't move forward, can't move backward. Why? I ran out of points. Um, maybe I should invite a friend over. And then you have to wait for your friend to come over. And they're like, hey, what's up? And you're like, I, I need you to touch the controller. And then they touch the controller and suddenly it works. Can you imagine that? That's what this is all about. Obviously, you're not waiting for someone to come over. but You have to wait for them to be home. Or, or fucking, you actually have to have your friends playing the game. So if your friends don't play the game, guess what? You're not getting any help. Why would you do this? Like, why is th- this considered a game to anyone? It stinks. It sucks. Seriously. Fucking like, and then, oh, yeah, and then fucking like, you're like, okay, well, I have no friends, so I have to now call up the one, a 1-900 number or whatever and give my credit card so, like, Mega Man can get to Metal Man so I can shoot him in, like, you know, whatever. I, like, it's, it's so retarded, man. It's so fucking retarded. Ugh. Oh. Those games... Then there's, there's like things like... Fucking Fruit Ninja. Who cares? What are you doing? How is that a game? That's not a game either. So stop it. Then there's that other one... The Clumsy Ninja... Where you have to like pick him up and stuff. The only thing about that game... Is you can throw them around. You're like hurting this like stupid character. But it's really... I mean... These games are terrible. Why can't they create... like Some real games for the phone? They can. You can create Mega Man and Sonic for the phone. It's not hard... I mean, they. I you have emulators that are on the phone that you can play NES games and Sega games on the phone with little fake controllers, and you could plug your real controller in if you have the right wire, and you you could also you could um what do you call it? You could use your PS3 controller, your PS4 controller, and fucking use the Bluetooth technology, and fucking just play that way. Why can't they just create games for the phone? I don't like that. Why are all the games they create so fucking stupid? Then you have these trivia games where you can't, you can, like, play, like, one or two rounds and you gotta wait. Same thing with, the with like, the Simpsons games and stuff like that. You just gotta wait. So, like, it's like you, you're having a good time, you're playing games, and then it's like, oh, now you gotta you gotta, like, get your friends to, like, do something. Or you have to, like, look at ads to get to, to like, get to play the game again. And you're not getting anything from playing the game. It's not like you're winning anything. If you were winning something, I could understand that. There's no money like exchange involved. So why do you have to pay for it? It's not like you're getting anything cool. I know same thing in, like like these MMORPGs. You have to use like for like the Star Wars game. You have to like go to the cartel market and like actually use real money to buy things, so you can like customize your character. At least it's just a choice. It's not something that's like hindering the gameplay, like because you can like make cool things, you can open up, unlock new characters and stuff. So okay, you want to pay fucking thirty dollars and like unlock a new character? Fine, you did it, great, it was your choice. But like if they were like, oh, well you can't play the game anymore unless you give us fifty more dollars, just because, I don't know, because time, that that that's just time to pay more money, fifty more dollars a month now. That would be ridiculous, right? But that's not the case. It's all it's customizing and shit. But in these other in these phone games, you have you have to you get to wait till tomorrow to play. Why? It's fucking retarded. Ugh! Oh, I hate phone games. I hate them. I fucking hate phone games. Ah! Oh, don't know what that was. All right. Well, a lot of people ask me. What my favorite movie is? I get that question a lot. They know that I, I'm big at the film and I'm constantly watching movies, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, and so people want to know, you know, what my favorite movie is. I, you know, I wonder why people ask that. Like, why they're so interested in what your favorite movie is? I guess because you want to relate to somebody on some level. But the thing is that a lot of the times I do not <laughs> like I will ask someone what their favorite movie is. Their answer will be like 300, and then I'll want to cry. <laughs> It's, I mean, it's, it's, it's not good. We don't, we don't want that. Yeah, or you'll ask someone what their favorite movie is. They'll be like, I don't know, uh, some (laughs) rom-com. They'll be like, uh, what the fuck is that? See, I don't even know the names of them because they stink. They stink. Oh, How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. How about that? Yeah. What's your favorite movie? How to Lose a Guy in 10 Days. Fuck you. (laughs) It's like, it's funny because, like, I get, like, how, like, there are some chick flicks that are pretty good. I mean, I'm not going to just. Denounce all of them There's so many of them That are made And The majority of them Aren't good <laughs> You know I mean the majority of them Are just kind of thrown together With the same formula You get some chick flicks That are actually pretty good Like like the sweetest thing Was really good With um, Christina Apple. At least I, I only saw it once So I don't know But I remember watching it I went on a date And watched it And I remember It really being funny Then you got Bridesmaids Which a lot of people like That I can, fucking can't stand I hate, I never, I, I did not think it was funny It's Melissa, Melissa McCarthy, she's like, oh, shit joke upon shit joke upon shit joke <laughs> I can see shit jokes in a, in a lot of places <laughs> but it wasn't like original shit jokes it was just like, you know it's like, let's be disgusting for the sake of being disgusting it's kind of like when you watch like um, I guess like the, the later scary movies or not even the later, but just the second scary movie just fucking horrible, or just or, or, or fucking, what is it oh, what are they called? Ep, not epic, maybe be yeah, epic movie. Meet the Spartan. Like the, the, that, like slew of like fucking movies that were. I guess done. I'm not sure if they were all done by the Wayans brothers or not, but a bunch of them were. That whole like group of movies are just horrendous. <laughs> like there's nothing. It's just like, hey, let's try to be more disgusting than the other person. Same thing with like movie 43. I started to watch that, and like. It's just like let's be gross, which is fine. And sometimes gross humor is phenomenal, you know, but sometimes it's like why are you doing this? Like even like you know, I don't know. Sometimes shit jokes are funny. But they have to be told with the sort of finesse because you don't you don't want them to be told to you as if you're like a 5-year-old, you know what I mean? Like you remember when you were like 5 and everything was funny to you, especially like shit humor. Like everything was funny to you but it's not the case, you know. You don't want that now. <laughs> you want something with a bit of intelligence, but, like, you can still, like, use the whole, like, you know, shit humor or whatever. I don't know. Let's just get into this. <laughs> I'm just going to keep going on and on about why those movies or why shit humor is not funny. Um, yeah. I don't even know why I brought it up, but we'll keep going anyway. All right, so my, I'm going to give you, like, my top five. Um, and I'm just going to, like... Go through them and give you like my reasons why or whatever, and you can make your own decision for yourself. Clearly, but these are what I think are the five best movies. And like again, like this is—I know it's my opinion. In fact, I think in some of my choices, I know that other movies are better than it. But I will talk about that when I get to it. And it's—it's it's just my opinion, so don't fucking be like, "This movie has this in it," or "This movie." Has... If you can tell that I'm being really quiet, it's because I am in the street. But, like, there's just no people around then a sort of residential. So, I'm like, I'm, I'm still going to be me. But it's a little quieter. You don't want to... You don't want people, like, looking out their window and being like, What the fuck? And then now they're going to be on Mousetra. I don't know. Let's just not do that. Uh, anyway. And before I get to my list, I just want to state... There are movies that I'm not going to touch on. A lot of them. In fact, the movies I do touch on are all... Within the era that I grew up on, <laughs> like it, it's just the way it is. Like these are movies that I've seen over and over again, and and I liked for whatever reason. Now there are other movies that are great that were um, innovative, obviously, and there are movies that were that more like made me become what I am now in terms of like a filmmaker or in terms of anything like that. Really helped me see film in a different way. More so than the ones I'm gonna stake. But these are the ones that I feel are the best. The, the best of the best. And again, they're all kind of around the same decade-ish. So let's just not waste any time and jump right into it. My number five, I'll start with five. Yeah, I'll start with five. <laughs> if I started with one, that would make no sense. Um, my number five. I'm going to say number five again. Remember, not edited. You're just going to hear number five. Over to it. Number nine. Number nine. Number nine. Oh, fucking Yoko Ono. Anyway. <laughs> number five. <laughs> uh, it was going to be Requiem for a Dream. Requiem for a Dream used to be number four. I, it kind of has moved down. Not because I don't like it. I still love it. It's still one of, obviously, it's of my top five movies. Um, but there's other things that's, that's taken its place. Or, you know, sometimes you watch a movie a certain amount of times and... you You start realizing how much better it is You know So that kind of happened in between somewhere Um, But Reckoning for a Dream If nobody If somebody doesn't know what it is about addiction It gets a lot of fucking like heat Like for not being good Which is ridiculous It's absolutely fucking ridiculous Because it's really really well done And fucking the visuals are beautiful Stunning if you will Fucking the movie's just really good But the thing is that a lot of people don't understand things like they, they don't they're they're looking at a movie from this weird outside perspective, which I, I can't get. Like I don't understand. some people just watch a movie and they're like are just watching plot and they're not even like at all like aware of or giving a shit about anything besides just that like overall plot. And that to me is really odd. <laughs> but okay, I watch it for everything and Wrecking for your Dream has it all. Besides the visuals, which I was just getting at, the cinematography, ah, blah, 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 Darren Aronofsky, director, directed this movie in a fucking fantastic way. Now, Aronofsky, you've seen a lot of his work recently. You saw Black Swan, which um, is fairly mainstream. Uh, before that, you saw The Wrestler. That nah, was very mainstream, won a fucking award. I mean, yeah, it was very good. That's Aronofsky. And I know that he's now working on... Um, a project with Arnold Schwarzenegger—that's <laughs> kind of weird to me. Arnold Schwarzenegger and Darren Aronofsky doing a film together—they're completely polar opposites of each other. You know, he does these like movies that are internally stressful, I'll say. Aronofsky and um, Schwarzenegger does these movies that are just like watered down and just—you know—him running around, getting to the chopper, and you know, doing other crazy things. Anyway. Except Trevor 2 it was a phenomenal movie Inside and Out um, What was I saying? Oh yeah, Aronofsky So uh, he also did The Fountain Which I actually didn't like A lot of people Or my peers or what have you Like this movie And I, I'm not going to say that you know anything bad I just didn't do it for me I forgot who was in it too I feel like it was Hugh Jackman I feel like it was Hugh Jackman And Rachel Wise or Wheeze or whatever she is I could be wrong Maybe I was just thinking about that it's Hugh Jackman, but I think it was. Anyway, And it was like they were going through time, and, like, he was, like, in the future, in the past, and, like, in the present, trying to cure her cancer or something, or her whatever disease she had. It's pretty sad, but it also was, like, really, like, disjointed, and, like, the stuff that was in the future was so silent, and I got it as a filmmaker. I just was like, eh... It seems a little too pretentious to me. Kind of like Life of Pie. Just that, like, stop. Just, eh, no. Most, you know, ones that win awards just because, like, they feel it has to. But it just doesn't necessarily deserve it. Yeah, anyway. That was the Fountain. But that's not what we're here to talk about. We're here to talk her, her, or her to talk about Requiem for a Dream, um, which starred Ellen Burstein, who deserved a fucking Oscar for that movie. Absolutely. Uh, Jared Leto, phenomenal, in that at least. But he just won an Oscar recently, right? For uh, fucking the uh, the AIDS movie? <laughs> the Matthew McConaughey AIDS movie? <laughs> I think he won for that, didn't he? If he didn't, all right, <laughs> whatever. I don't really necessarily think he deserved it for that. Um, I don't think he was... I think he was a little over the top, actually, in that particular movie. In this movie, the subtleness... Just each little thing. Everybody remembers Jared Leto from, uh, what was it, My So-Called Life back in the 90s. That was, like, his thing. And Claire Danes and the two of them, yeah. Um, just he has this way of being subtle that just fucking worked, you know. He's got the MTV look. You get this, like, very... What, a, what a, I don't know. Like, Josh Hartnett, which... Uh, Josh Hartnett, not a great actor, but Josh Hartnett feel to him. He's got this Josh Hartnett feel, but like a good actor. A good version of him. <laughs> He's the good Josh Hartnett. Jared Leto. Um <laughs> and of course Jennifer Connolly. The uh get to see her vagina in that movie, which is amazing. <laughs> it was one of those things where it's like, yeah, I've seen her tits in Inventing the Abbotts and in uh what was that movie? Where she's like on the beach, that one. <laughs> Um, but now we got to see her puss, and that was fucking amazing. We're like, yeah, Bush, fuck yeah. So we've seen pretty much all of Jennifer Connelly at this point. Um, yeah, and if, and you know, let's not forget Marlon Wayans, who I'm surprised actually was super phenomenal in that fucking movie. I promise you that. I promise you that. Like, and you you're going, what? No, not not him. Yes, him. He was good. He made you feel. Which is weird because every other movie he's done before that and after that is awful. Not the movie itself, but just he, you know, he's, he's I mean, he's funny. He's good at doing comedy, but I haven't seen him, and I, that doesn't mean I haven't seen every movie he's been in, but every movie I've seen him in since or before has been a comedy. Or really bad. You know, anyway. So those are the actors and everything like that, and it was, it was really good. It was about addiction, whether it be uh, drugs or sex or... I don't know, TV. <laughs> and you'll see, you have to see the movie if you haven't seen it yet, you're, you know, missing out, believe me. So that's my number 5 movie and I don't know why it gets the rap of being like, you know, not as good as it actually is because it's actually really amazing like it's done so well. And it's it's kind of like a machine. Like like the gears are just starting at the beginning. You know when you turn on a machine a machine it first goes before it starts going chuk chuk chug chug. I'm talking about one of those like old school machines with like cogs and gears and shit. Like now everything is like digital and smooth. But this is like when everything was running on gears, you know? Um, stuff you see in like a Final Fantasy game, you'll be running around, there'll be like gears in the background. And I guess maybe I should have gone more to the Chrono Trigger game. But you know, you'll see like these like gears or oh no, you know what? In um in Castlevania, I forgot which one it was. I think it was three. I'm gonna say, where you're, where you're on the clock or whatever, you're on that gear, you're in the gears, and you have to run. and It's moving. It's like that. That's how that movie is with one of those giant machines with gears all running through it. And when you first started on it, it you know makes a big pop, you know, vroom, dun, 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 you know, and the the big first, vroom, that moment right there. That is how the movie begins. And by the way, there's some crazy person behind me. So if I get shot or something or whatever, you'll all hear it. Wonderful, right? Love New York. You probably heard him yelling a second ago. Anyway, so the movie then slowly gets crazier and crazier and crazier and that's not to say the movie is slow it never is slow at any point but it's more of that like it starts out getting ready and you know something's coming something's looming on the horizon and it starts growing and growing and growing until finally it just explodes in phenomenalism and like yeah that's that all right so let's go to number four see real quick here Alright, let's go to number four. Number four is Memento. Now, Memento is directed by Christopher Nolan. Right? You all know him, right? Batman? The new Batmans, I guess. Whatever. I, I don't know. I mean, the new Batmans are good, but it doesn't really like showcase Christopher Nolan's talent. Christopher Nolan was, and I guess still is, an amazing director. He did what you, I know what you would know if you haven't seen Memento. You know, obviously, Inception. Inception... Was one of those movies that also was like hated by a whole bunch of people because they didn't understand it or was too confusing, or some people who said that they like were getting sick in the theater. I don't know. It's, this world is strange, honestly. But um, it was like, fuck. Sorry. For those of you who are sticking around from the very beginning, that what just happened was my I didn't get shot or anything like that. Uh, my shoes were actually untied. And that's really funny, especially if you've been listening since earlier. (laughs) And I was like, fuck, I gotta tie my shoes. But I had the the phone in my hands, and I needed, you know, whatever. Anyway, crisis averted. Back to Memento. So, yeah. Uh, For those of you who've seen Inception, yeah, obviously you know it was more of an interesting movie than the Batman movies. The Batman movies are great. But they weren't, you know, anything special, if that makes sense. Sure, the visuals were good. But I thought Tim Burton's visuals were great, too. You know, I mean... Tim Burton's the king of visuals, in my opinion. So it's really hard to stand up to him. Plot-wise, Batman movies were very good. But as a whole, Memento is really where it's at when you want to talk about Christopher Nolan. Now, Memento, uh, if you guys haven't heard of it, it's pretty simple. It's uh, not really. It's actually not simple at all. It's about a guy who has short-term memory loss. So what happens is he uh, is constantly forgetting what just happened. Um... And so the movie's told both forwards and backwards, so you kind of get this, like, sense of disjointment as you're watching it, and you're trying to figure out the mystery of what's going on. Now, his wife was murdered, right? And he has to put these, like, tattoos all over his body so he remembers different clues. Otherwise, he'd keep fucking forgetting them, and he's trying to find out who killed his wife and, of course, murder them in conjunction with that. So... (laughs) It was uh, it was a really good movie. Just people are taking advantage of this motherfucker. Guy Pierce plays the main role. He's really good in it. Joe Pantoliano is the the friend, and uh, it's just it's just a good movie. It really is just a great movie. I I can't say much because I don't want to give anything away for those of you who haven't seen it. But uh, it's it's seriously uh, one of those films that like you watch and you just wanna see again. You wanna watch it in order. You wanna watch it out of order. You just <laughs> wanna you just want, you just want to see it over and over again because it's so good. And you can, watch, on the DVD, um, the original DVD at least, There was like a special Easter egg where you did something. I don't remember what it was, but it would turn all of the things around and it would put it in order. So instead of doing the forwards and backwards thing, it would say, it would start from the beginning and then end at the end. And of course doing it that way would ruin the whole movie normally but after you've seen it now you want to see it in different ways and that's that's how you know you have a good movie that's why I like like movies or shows of these like lost like a lot of people, another another thing where a lot of people hated that movie. It wasn't like an, an all-around hit. In fact, as time went on, more people hated it than didn't, and I didn't understand that. In fact, after the, the the last episode, everybody hated it except for like five people, and I'm one of those five people. I don't understand how people could just be like, "Well, I don't like the ending, so I don't like the show anymore." Well, you don't have to like the ending. Did you like the the ride up there? I mean, I actually enjoyed the ending. I I it wasn't like, it wasn't amazing, but I wasn't upset by it. People were like, oh, these questions weren't answered. But why do they have to be? Like, why did they have to be? That wasn't, it's like, well, how come there was this this one guy asked this one question earlier on? Why did that happen? Well, who cares? (laughs) Who fucking cares? That's not, the the overall picture, everything was pretty much resolved. The end. So stop it. Anyway. All right. Back to what I was saying about that. Uh, So the the whole thing about, yeah. I, I don't know. Now, oh, I know why I brought up Lost, because I, after watching that the whole entire se- season, season series, <laughs> all I wanted to do was watch it in order, and I started creating like the chronological version of it where it was in order, uh, which I'm not done with yet. But I've been working on. I know somebody else has done it, but it's it's bad. It looks ugly. Um, They took it off of ABC, so you got the logos on the bottom. I'm taking it off of the DVDs. I'm using the the, uh, bonus, um, not the bonus features, but the deleted scenes, and I'm putting everything together the way it should be. Now, the quality changes a little bit because the deleted scenes aren't always complete. Obviously, the music isn't always there, but I'm trying to make it as full as possible. You know, sometimes when it goes through a deleted scene, it's not the same frame rate or whatever. It's really a disjointed thing, which you can't really change, but you can work with it in Avid. So, I'm trying to do that and make a good thing. Anyway, why would I go through all that trouble to do that? As an editor, of course. Um... (laughs) Because it's something I love, and, and that's why people do what they do. They love something and they want to put it together in different ways and see how good it is. And that's why Memento was so great. And Memento was so great, the editing was so amazing that they even won the Oscar. And how do I know that? It's because in 2001, I want to say it is, when that movie came out, the whole time I was like, this movie's going to win for editing. This movie's going to win for editing. Maybe it was oh, 2002, I think. So I watched the Oscars, which I don't like to do because the Oscars are bullshit usually. they just, you know, it's a popularity contest, as we all know. And um, but I watched it just to see, and lo and behold, guess what? The editing, the editing. <laughs> yeah, okay, I can say it that way too. The editing award was given to Memento as it should have been. So there you go. Okay, let's let's move on to number uh, three. We're up to you. Number three is probably gonna be a lot of shorter than the others because it's a movie everybody knows, at least most people do. Clerks by Kevin Smith. Now, Clerks is not my favorite Kevin Smith movie, so. Does that mean there's another Kevin Smith movie in the uh, top five? I'll spoil you. No, there's not. But then why would you put clutch there? This is why. Dogma actually is my favorite Kevin Smith movie altogether. You know, Dogma is is really. uh, Red State is also very good, it's really far up there. Red State's a a movie that a lot of people give no chance to. If you give that movie a chance, you're going to enjoy it. It is a fucking good movie and scary. Especially if you know the whole like Fred Phelps like Westboro Baptist Church story. If you know that, it's even scarier because it's it's based on true shit. It doesn't say it because they don't want you to know that because you know they love to the sue. But that's what it's based on and it's so fucking good. And it's like a horror movie with a slight bit of comedy thrown in. There's a lot of shit going on. Anyway, this isn't about that. Um, and it's not about do- excuse me dogma either. But dogma. To me, it's a phenomenal movie. It's it's a lot better. It's got so much shit going on. There's a couple moments here and there that could have been taken out, like the shit monster. That was a little, little crazy. And again, as we've talked about before, stop with the shit jokes in movies, people. <laughs> but um, besides that, I mean, it was a pretty perfect movie. Um, the thing is, Clarks was also a pretty perfect movie. Um, And Clarks was done on like zero budget almost. Obviously, there was a very small budget of Kevin Smith basically charging his credit cards. Everybody knows the story by now. He literally charged the entire film on credit cards and like made back all that and much, much more. And that movie is so fucking good. And all it is is two guys, one working at the convenience store. One working at a video store, they're right next door to each other, and they just hang out. I think it's owned by this. Yeah, it's owned by the same company because they're they switch off, you know, jobs and shit like that. So it's it's just a great movie. The, the, the good thing about it was, first of all, it really was a catalyst to this indie film, um, to like the indie, let's say, film outbreak. <laughs> It was, there was this huge outbreak of indie films that just started really with Quentin Tarantino in uh, Reservoir Dogs, but two years, you know, that was two years before, but like, I think that Clarks really like made it so like people could go, hey, that guy can make a movie. I can make a fucking movie, but do you know why it makes people think that? It's not just because it was done cheaply and people are like, "Oh, fuck," or it's not like, "Ah, oh, this guy can can make this fucking shit and make it sell." I can no, it's not that. It's not either of those things. It's the fact that the dialogue in it is so fucking perfect. It really sounds like you and your friends having a conversation, you know, or at least me and my friends. I mean, we would sit around all day and talk about Star Wars or, and like discuss like. You know, one of the discussions in that movie is that, you know, um, when the second Death Star was built, the the contractors that were there in the process of building it, uh, they were blown up. And and, and do you think that 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 was like a lot fucking darker than Empire as a whole? Whatever. Great conversation. Obviously, I'm not doing a good job of representing it now because I can't. I can't. Nobody can. Because you have to actually be in that situation. And the dialogue is as if you are in that situation. It's written so perfectly. It's not written in a way where you're like, Hello, my name is Jerry. How are you? You know, it's written like a true fucking professional writer. And that's what Smith has always been. And that's why that movie did so well. Because it was two people naturally having a conversation or two or three or four or five or six or seven. There is a plot. There is a, a plot, but it's it's not about the plot. It's about the movie as a whole. The movie as a whole is just like something brand new for the time. You didn't see that shit. You don't see people just sitting around discussing shit, except for Slacker. You ever see Slacker? Uh, Richard Linklater? Great movie. That was like the only other movie I can possibly think of right now, at least, where it's just people hanging out and talking. And that's what the whole... But that one was a little more disjointed because you had to, like... each You know, each person would do a different conversation every couple of minutes. Every time they bumped into someone new, now there'd be a new conversation. Then someone else would bump into somebody else new, and then there'd be a whole new conversation. So that's... You know, that happened. Anyway. Clark is number three. Number two... We're getting down to the top two. And number two is... Brazil. No, I'm not talking about... Saludos, amigos, which, or Three Caballeros, whichever one that song is in. I'm talking about the actual movie Brazil by Terry Gilliam. That's right, Terry Gilliam of Monty Python fame. He directed Monty Python The Holy Grail, as well as Time Bandits and uh, The Ventures of Baron Munchausen. Recently, he did that, you know, Heath Ledger's last film, the one where he died in the middle of making it. So, like, they had to get three people Johnny Depp, Jude Law, and, um, someone that i can't think of right now who the fuck was the third person colin farrell i don't remember three people he got to to play um heath ledger's role in the, uh, in the moments he was not able to film before he died. Um, I forgot that. Oh, yeah, the Imaginarium of Dr. Parnassus. I think that was it. Not to be confused with that horrible movie with Natalie Portman, the Wonder Magoo-Ratorium, Magoo-something-stupid with Dustin Hoffman. It was really... That was bad. No, this is was really good. Um, it was a really interesting movie, uh, but that's not what we're here to talk about. I keep saying that each time because I get onto like, rants about stuff, and I don't have a lot of time, which is crazy, but I gotta hurry this up so... Okay, so Brazil movie about dystopian future, uh, which I always love. So it's like a mix of sci-fi, fantasy, um, comedy, of course, and like a, a, just a darkness that you're not gonna find anywhere else. Um, just something you haven't seen. It's got that dramatic purpose, whatever. Well, basically, this movie is not known by as many people as it should be. Whenever I bring it up in company, I always get the, uh, I don't know what you're talking about, or I never heard of that, or I think I heard of it, but no. I I just don't get how this movie is so, like, not known by people, especially since it has such a famous, like, history. I mean, this movie got butchered by TV or by whoever controls the TV edit. So normally a TV edit, it just, you know, cuts out the, the bad language or whatever. But for some reason... This film, which doesn't have, it's, yeah, it's got an R rating. It's got a ve- very, like, I guess, sad look at what, you know, the future is. A cynical look, let's say, of, of the future. Um, but it's not, it's a movie about fucking paperwork. <laughs> which, then, now, I think I lost, like, you know, probably 90% of you who haven't seen it, but I'll tell you right now no, it, it, it's phenomenal. I mean, but it's weird, they cut about, I don't know, an hour or so out of the film, maybe a little less. It went from like two hours and changed, like two, let's say almost two and a half hours to like 90 minutes. And they turned it from this like, this very thought provoking film into a love story. Now there is a love story within the movie, the, the actual film. It's so minuscule, and it it may be a a slight driving force. It's more of a distraction, though. But they made it the focus, the main driving force for the character in this uh, edit, and it, it made the movie completely different. Whether you want to think it's horrendous or great, that's up to you. I have both versions on DVD because Terry Gilliam decided that he was going to release both of them to show you how how important editing is to a film. And I very much believe that because I am a film editor, and that's what I do. So the fact that this movie exists is what made me want to get into editing. Yeah, Clerks made me want to get into um, filmmaking in the aspect of, like, man, I wish that, like, I mean, man, I could do this. But then, then came Brazil... Well, I mean, Brazil was first, but I didn't know about it. And it made me want to get into film editing. Now, this is after I'd already been in college when I saw this movie. It took me that long, because I'm an ass. And I'm in college, and I'm watching it, I'm like, holy fuck. And I had all these amazing ideas about fucking films and and just, just editing in general. And that's what this really does. Now, the movie's about, like... I don't really know how to put it. Okay, so I'll just give you the main plot so you all kind of know what it is. Uh, some guy gets end up, ends up getting in trouble for something or other um, with the government because there was a government uh, misfiling in the paperwork. I'll just put it that way. Uh, somebody accidentally mis- filed it incorrectly uh, because of a fly. <laughs> Honestly, that's really true. And um, because of that, this guy's on death row. <laughs> and it's kind of a look at, like, where we are here and how computers are taking over stuff like that and how like something so minuscule could happen to ruin somebody's life forever. That's like the main catalyst of the film, but not even the main plot because it turns, there's so many different characters that we need to get into and I'm not gonna do it. You need to see it for yourself. So that's Brazil. I don't wanna get too much, into- it's, it's one of those, you gotta see it. Like a lot, like it's all these films, except for Clerks. I mean, Clerks, everyone knows what it's about. That one, you don't, you're don't—you're like, not you not going to get spoiled. I mean, there's a couple little jokes here and there I would never want to spoil for you if you haven't seen it. But in the in the end, whatever. But like Memento, Requiem for a Dream, these are all movies that have twists and turns that you need to see the fucking film. You don't want to hear me babble on about it. So let's get on to my number one film, which I'm sure you all know, but if you don't, you know it now, is Pulp Fiction. Now, Pulp Fiction by Quentin Tarantino is the movie that made me really want to go to college for film. Like, that was the one. Uh, If I hadn't seen Pulp Fiction, I probably would be somewhere else doing something else. I don't know what, but I'd be doing something else. I snuck into this movie with my friend Scott when I was uh, a tot. The movie came out in 94, so I was, uh, I think, still technically in middle school at the time. And um, my friend Scott and I went to the movies knowing we wanted to see Pulp Fiction full well. Um, and this is around the time when nobody gave a shit about anything so we were just asking adults on the street hey can you we'll give you money can you pay for our ticket and have us come in with you as their kids they, they got wise to stuff like this so they you actually had to show up with the adults at one point and then they didn't care again i think but we they ended up um buying our tickets we went in with them they and then they went to do whatever they wanted to do on um, but the thing was, we, they had to be going to see the same movie as us. So we were asking, oh, are you going to see Pulp Fiction? And they'd be like, e- no. Oh. Well, are you going to see Pulp Fiction? No. Are you going to see Pulp Fiction? Uh, yeah, why? Well, we were wondering, no. And it, it becomes a, an arduous task. Luckily, of course, as always, we found somebody to take us in. And, um, of course, we didn't sit with them because that would have been weird. Um, and we just seriously need- can't even know how to put it. we love the film from beginning to end everything about it was amazing and like it was so fucking funny like the humor in it is just so subtle that it, it's just so perfect of course yeah when you shot some guy in the head and that's subtle no 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 that obviously but it's, it's the, the fine line between this is fucked up and this is subtle and that's what was so amazing about Pulp Fiction like I mean we could bring it right there shooting Marvin in the head that, move, that, couldn't, that could have just been a really serious moment. From the moment the gun went off, the whole theater erupted in laughter. This is the first time I saw it. The second time I saw it, I saw it with my mom, and when the gun went off, nobody laughed, except for my mom, and then my mom hadn't seen it yet. She was on the floor almost laughing. Everyone else in the full theater was quiet, not saying a word. That's the kind of thing I'm talking about, about how people don't get certain things. Like, when you, when I think of Pulp Fiction, I think of dark comedy. I think it belongs in the comedy section, section, whereas, of course, it's in the, like, crime section, you know. It's in the, you know, the, I, I guess drama, but or uh, rather action, but it's in, like, the crime, cops and robbers. That, like when you're in Blockbuster, I know, there's to work there, as you guys know. Um, it's in that section. But Pulp Fiction, greatest movie ever fucking made, ever fucking made. That, I mean, just stupid thing like making pop tarts. Hysterical. Like like Bruce Willis gets—he's—he's he's on the run, knowing that somebody's there to kill him. He's gonna make some pop tarts anyway. <laughs> like what the fuck, the wolf. Uh, what's his name Harvey Keitel one of the most fucking funny cameos I mean I I call it a cameo because he comes in he does his thing he gets out but of course he has the best line in the entire fucking movie is let's not start sucking each other's dicks just yet (laughs) after they're like oh thank you thank you thank you I'm going right away He's, (laughs) he's just like well let's all not start sucking each other's dicks just yet and that's the fucking movie. That is the writing of Quentin Tarantino. Tino? What is he like? He became Spanish now? Quentin Tar- Tarantino. Um, the writing of Quentin Tarantino is just so good. I mean, I put it on, like Kevin Smith has great writing, but, and it's witty, and it's, it's amazing, but this is amazing in a completely different way. This is amazing in the fact that like, it's so precise, I'll say. I was going to say specific, but I'm going to say precise. It's so precise and so just perfect and so, like, well laid out. And that's how all his movies are. Like, I know people are like, oh, I don't like Jackie Brown, or I didn't like this or that, or whatever. But I I think that every single movie that I've seen of his has been, I'm going to say, at least a 92, if not a 100. This particular one is like, it breaks the scale. It goes to, like, 150. It, it's not... There's nothing wrong with this movie. This this is the perfect film. Whole vision by Quentin Tarantino. Now, Quentin Tarantino's done some other great movies as well. Uh, the Kill Bill series is great. I think the Kill Bill series of course is my least favorite of all of them. Not that that's bad. I mean, it still gets that 92%. I just feel like that the Kill Bill like at least the, the first one was just all I mean, I've seen it multiple times and it gets better and better each time. Like I think now it's like a 95. But when I first saw it, I was really bored. Like I mean, I liked it, but like that action scene was. I mean, yeah, I got it, but it was just so long, and I, I just couldn't really get into it. But on multiple viewings of it, and of course, if, if I really didn't like a movie, why would I watch it more than once, right? I, I I've grown to love it, and so that's that's the way it is. But I think it is the lowest rated out of all his films, in my opinion. Django Unchained was amazing. Uh, and Glorious Bastards uh, uh, is on par with Pulp Fiction. It's it's not. It's obviously not the same movie. It's got to be just a little bit below it, though. Just the the tension that they that they. Uh, Rise throughout the entire beginning sequence and just mixed with everything, just a phenomenal film. I just can't see how anybody could not like Tarantino's films. I, I get, I, I just don't understand that. They must be like anti Semites or some shit. <laughs> not that he's doing it, but you know, to not like glorious bastards and just, to not just want to when with a moment when Hitler's head it basically explodes because they shoot him down, that's when you know that this is a perfect movie of course it's the end so you have to wait until then no I'm fucking kidding it's great um, anyway that's it that's my top five it took me a while to tell you about it but I think that's gonna be I think I'll say one more thing before I go and then uh, and then we'll we'll move on to next week where we actually are gonna have a real episode I'll tell you about that in a bit though alright okay for this one I brought Simone in Simone is here cooking
1: Yes, I'm cooking some roasted potatoes and shit.
0: Yes. And uh, we're just kind of hanging out before we do our actual episode. We figured we'd have some dinner and whatever and record next week's episode. It's already Tuesday, so I hope I can get this up today.
1: Yeah, hopefully I <laughs> get it up.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> um, yeah, there's Simone, and we're already in, I don't know. We were super fucking sick this week. Well, at least I was, and she was too. So that means, yes, we were. I just saw something that I thought was a really old Oreo, but it's just the top to like a salt grinder. It
1: was a, yes, it was a salt grinder.
0: Okay. Um, so I've been just starting this by just talking about random topics. Um, I will say that you can find us at mouserance at gmail.com. Um, but again, this is not a normal episode for us. So just if you heard this and you're like, I don't want to hear that shit. I don't want to hear you just rambling about nothing. Um, well, then try actual mouse rants. It's a little bit different. Um, but anyway, so what's uh, what are we going to talk about now?
1: Uh, we're going to talk about freaking people on escalators and shit.
0: Oh yeah, okay. So start us off. All
1: right. So freaking I hate it when people like think that. First off, I hate it when people think that es- the escalator is a ride because it's a pain in the ass. Because like, what if you're trying to go somewhere and you just want the escalator to like basically uh, expedite your trip? Well, some people just like to stand there and they're like, "Oh, this is really scenic. This is really cool." Just like when people are on the freaking walkway, uh, the moving walkway at the the airport, like MCO and shit, it's a big pain in the ass. So anyway, um, the, why are
0: you stealing all my shit? I oh, say that. I
1: love stealing your shit. It's fun. <laughs> but freaking like, um, you always
0: yell yell at me when I complain about people out loud at the airport saying. It's not a fucking ride.
1: Oh, yeah, that's true. (laughs) But, like, uh, freaking, like, a couple of months ago, I was taking the the escalator downstairs to Penn Station, and this freaking bitch, one freaking bitch decided to take up the entire space it wasn't like she was morbidly obese or anything when I said like this big bitch like she was just an awful human being who just decided I will take up this entire escalator I was trying to go downstairs because I was trying to catch a train another guy right behind me was also trying to catch a train and we're like excuse me excuse me she refused to freaking move literally I had to duck under her freaking stinky ass armpit just to get downstairs and she like, oh, like, you know, if you guys wanted to, like, get downstairs quicker, you, there's the stairs.
0: <laughs> you see, this is what I'm fucking talking about. No, you get downstairs quicker by taking a moving set of stairs. Why just stand on an escalator? It's, it's not a fucking ride. You're not in an amusement park. This is a form of, I don't know, I would call it transportation. It is a form of transportation. And to use it properly, you must be moving your legs. In England, there's a rule. And everybody follows it. It doesn't say it anywhere. Um, no, I actually, I think there was a sign in the, in the metro over there. The tubes, if you will. <laughs> Yeah, it says, like, please keep to the right or something like that. Even if, there, I don't know if there, I don't remember if there were, were. I don't remember if there was or was not a sign, but it doesn't really matter. What really matters is that as you approached the escalator, everybody was on the right-hand side, and anybody who wanted to walk up was on the left-hand side walking up. It was the most uncanny thing. Now, these escalator flights were huge, too. It was really underground over there in England. So... Why can't we in America follow their fucking example and just stand to the goddamn right? Because
1: people don't fucking care here because the, like, the thing is, like everybody thinks that they're entitled to the space. They're like, well, this is my space because, you know, I was here first. Well, freaking move, you piece of shit.
0: Yes, you piece of shit. You fucking move. And it's the same thing with the walkways. You don't think people are trying to catch planes? The reason the walkway is there is because you're supposed to use it to walk. It's a moving walkway. Just like we talked about in the fucking live episode when we were over at uh, Disney World. If any of you have heard that, I'm sure you have. At Space Mountain, nobody fucking walks on the walkway. They stand. It's not called a standway, assholes. It's called a walkway. Walk. Walk!
1: Okay, I do understand, like, the part where, like, you see, like, the the screens and stuff like that and you want to get a picture of, you, of yourselves, like, making funny faces and shit. Okay, fine. But... For most of it, there are no freaking, there is no freaking, there's no screen, so just freaking move.
0: Bastards. Yes, bastards indeed. Fucking move. You know what's going on right now, by the way? What? This is just a little off topic. Shia LaBeouf is watching every single one of his movies in reverse order in our city, and I think I'm going to be there. We should go. Yes, we should. Um, I think since this is a Disney show, we should go see even Steven's movie and Holes.
1: Oh, yeah, 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 that's a good idea. That's a good movie, both of them.
0: Unfortunately, I'm at work on both of those uh, when both of those will be airing. And at that point, he's going to be tired as fuck. So I'm very interested in uh, watching those movies with Shia. He'll,
1: do you think he'll be asleep?
0: I don't think so. I think that his goal is to stay awake.
1: Like, that's crazy. That's freaking psychotic. So he's going to, like, keep on going for three days straight. What, like, what if he needs to, like, poop?
0: I'm sure he's gonna get up to like pee and shit I don't know I, I you know what I haven't seen it yet I've been watching the stream and he's been enjoying his movies so far
1: all right that's good good for him man
0: oh, well let's see what happens when tomorrow morning comes and I mean he has to get up to pee he's drinking sodas
1: yeah and he's probably eating popcorn or eating vegan popcorn know. vegan popcorn movie that is popcorn
0: what oh, what oh.
1: So he's probably like... Vegan a, pop? Why would you even pop. say that? I don't know. Because I was thinking because he's Hollywood. Maybe they like like vegan shit.
0: Right. Isn't he from here? Oh,
1: is he from here? I don't wow.
0: know. I just made that up. Is he
1: from Long Island? It seems like he'd be from Long Island.
0: I, I don't think he's from Long Island. I don't know where he's from. Who cares? All I know is that I want to watch him, watch his movies, and probably be like half asleep watching them. He's been doing some crazy shit. So, I mean, I don't think that this is that big of a deal.
1: Yeah, it's not a big deal because he's freaking nuts. Yes.
0: Yes. And I kind of like that. Shia LaBeouf is awesome. And that's all I have to say. I liked him ever since he was Louis Stevens, and I like him past, you know, this craze. This, this
1: freaking, like, psychotic, like, whatever. Do you think it's an act, or do you think he's actually nuts?
0: I think it's an act. I think it's a very uh, Kaufman-esque, an Andy Kaufman-esque type thing to do, that he's doing all this weird shit. Um, it's not necessarily bad shit. I mean, remember that video?
1: Which video? The 30-minute,
0: video, the like, self-help video
1: yes i do remember the with, the, with the green screen in the back do it yeah
0: just video. do it i'm doing the crotch thing now
1: like i wonder if he did the green screen just so then people can like add stupid shit behind of them.
0: course he did of course that's why he did it he's smart he knows that he's i mean he's live streaming himself watching his own movies and it's i got knocked out because i accidentally, accidentally x out of it and I couldn't get back in. Ah, shit. Why not? <laughs> it's it's overloaded. Aww. Everyone's watching him just make expressions as he's watching his movie. God
1: damn it! He's man.
0: laughing at his movies, having a great time.
1: Yeah, we should somehow get in there.
0: We, well, I don't think there's a problem. Apparently, like, there were only like 30 people in the theater at the time when uh, one of these people blogged about it um i just hope that it stays small because it's a, it's a very small theater there's only like 75 seats available oh, shit. yeah okay. so the angelica i'm sure they're using the bigger if there is a bigger theater which i don't think there is but if they do have one they're probably using it for their actual movies
1: yeah probably so, not yeah. like just like shia watching himself freaking
0: yeah hidden shit. so we'll see anyway elevators escalators rather are good people on escalators bad, bad. yes shia labeouf good Child of Lost Movies, Depends.
1: Yeah, it Depends. Like, yeah. he's gonna have to put on some Depends if he's gonna frickin', like, get through this. He's
0: been drinking sodas. is all I'm saying.
1: Yeah, he's gonna need some Depends. <laughs>
0: Double Depends. <laughs> I don't know. All right, that's it. Let's see if we can post this up on time. Simone, thanks for coming on and talking about some shit.
1: Sure, no problem.
0: Thanks yeah. for having me, yo. <laughs> Anything left to say?
1: Uh, no, I'm cooking.
0: Do you have anything to rant about about your cooking?
1: Mm, I don't know. I can't turn the water on because freaking apparently it's loud as shit.
0: Yeah, well, come on.
1: Yeah, that's it.
0: All right, goodbye. Bye. All right, so you guys, uh, you can find us at, mouse rants at gmail.com. You can go to iTunes or Stitcher and find Mouse Rants. Blah blah blah. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Again, this isn't really an episode, so I don't even really need to promote. But if you like this, you'll probably also like the Mouse Rants, as long as you like Disney too. But even if you don't, just listen. It'll be fun. Uh, I guess that's about it. Uh, find us, rate us, review us, whatever it is. But don't rate us based on this episode, please. This is not a regular episode, as I've stated before. So, yeah. Okay, see you later. Bye, I suppose. Rock and roll.